0: At Marshall's, our buyers hustle to get you great deals on great gifts. Cashmere sweater, nice. You'll get brand name quality gifts for everyone on your list, and yourself, too. Hello, designer fragrance. More brands, more quality, more gifts for less. At Marshall's, gift the good stuff. Now we bring you a thrilling crime detective story taken from the pages of the leading detective publication, True Detective Mysteries Magazine. <laughs> Our story begins in a Dallas, Texas store. Is there anything else, Adam. I'd like to look at that old-fashioned gold bracelet. Certainly. It matches your necklace very nicely. It really isn't gold, is it? No, gold plated, but it's a very fine reproduction of an antique. It reminds me of a bracelet my mother used to wear. I'll take it. How much is it? Uh, $3.25. Shall I wrap it up with the other thing, please? Now, what does it all come to? Well, let's see. The bracelet, three dollars and twenty-five cents. The napkin ring, eighty cents. And the gift mask for the baby, four dollars eight dollars and five cents. Would you take a check? Why, but himself? I have a check here for thirty-two dollars and fifty cents. It's made out to my husband by the Black Rock Oil Company. Here. Yes, yeah, I'll just get Mr. Roberts to okay with it. Mr. Roberts. Mr. Roberts. Yes, Miss Rice. Right. What can I do for you? Mr. Roberts, would you please okay this chair? It's my husband's paycheck and off to me. Mm. Black Rock Oil Company payroll account. Thomas Masters, $32.50. Why, surely, uh, that'll be all right, Miss Rice. Thank you. Oh, not at all. Come in and see us again. Thomas, dollars and I was $32.50. That's $8.05, uh, $8.25, eight, $9.10, 20 30, 52, 52 dollars 50 Thank you very much. Like this set, madam. Is this the seven-cube model? Oh, no, madam. It's the 5 tube. That console model over there is the seven. This is our deluxe miniature. The very best in small radio. I'll take it. How much did you say it was? Uh, $22.50. Uh, you'll have it sent, of course. No, I'd like to take it with me, please. Oh, yes. To be sure. My car is right outside. I'll have it wrapped for you immediately. Uh, Miss Thompson. Miss Thompson. Package, please. And I uh, let's see, uh, that will be, uh, that would be a charge. Oh, no. I'm going to pay for it. For this check, if I may. Well, I'll just have Mr. Edwards okay this. Uh, Mr. Edwards? Uh, yes, Mr. Jenkins? Uh, would you okay this check, uh, the purchase for Mrs. <clears throat> uh, Corbin, I believe that's the name, isn't it? Yes, I think we can. Uh, let's see, Black Rock Oil Company, George Corbin, $70 payroll account. My husband has endorsed it to me, you see. Oh, yes, yeah, sure. All right, Mr. Jenkins, here you are. Thank you. It's a mighty fine little radio you're buying, Mrs. Corbin. I'd like to sell you one of our new portable photographs, our very latest model. I may be in next week. Uh, glad to see you at any time. Well, now, that was uh, $22.50 for the radio, Mrs. Corbin. And here's your change. 23 25 30 50 $70. Dollars. Thank you so much. <laughs> Your change, Mrs. Morgan, $38.45. Thank you so much. That's very kind of you. Let's see, Mrs. Guthrie. Your check was for $56. At least $31.41 coming to you. There you are. Thank you so much. This is very kind of you. Oh, yes, that company's check is good here. Thank you. Thank you very much. Come again, Mrs. Allen. Thank you so much. $41, Mrs. Barrett. Here you are. Thank you. Thank you very much. Here's the difference, Mrs. Drake. $56.12. Thank you so much. for yourself. I can't believe it. Those very often pass bomb checks on me. Gentlemen, I want to protect you as well as this bank. These checks are absolutely no good. We'll more That stamp on a check of rubber. rubber. And I remember the woman just as well. well, that's why I asked you to come down to the bank, Mr. Edwards. And you too, Mr. Roberts. You men own your own stores and you have a pretty good line on your customers. Why, were there other phony checks passed? That woman has covered more ground than the Texas Ranger. She passed bad checks from here to Dallas and back again. We're knee-deep in them. Yeah, so innocent-looking, too. Yeah, homely-like and smart. Each check wasn't for a million dollars. And that's it. She passed those BlackRock oil payroll checks for modest amounts. How in the world did she get hold of all those checks? Yeah, on the payroll accounts, too. We cash them all the time. Well, BlackRock is checking up on that now. But our problem, gentlemen, is to identify this woman so that the police can arrest her before she floods the rest of Texas with some other company's checks. Well, I never saw her before. How about you, Mr. Edwards? Well, just a minute. I know that woman, and her name isn't Masters or Corbin or any of the other names she uses. Who is she? Doggone, I'm I'm just trying to think. Her husband is in the oil business, and she lives in Dallas. We're sure. I've got her now. Her name is Harvey. Harvey? If we can find her in Dallas, I would know her right away. I remember she was wearing a dress of eyelet embroidery. Well, there are at least 50 merchants and sales clerks who'd want to identify her, too. Mrs. Nell Harvey. Yes, that's the woman. All right. I'll call Sheriff Williams. You men get right over to Dallas with him and identify Mrs. Harvey. Well, I think they're fine, Nell. Don't you think they need a little more sugar? No, sir. Nell, you always could put up the best preserved fruit in the state of Texas. Well, these pears are turning out pretty good. I wish I'd gotten a few more jars of strawberries, though. Never mind. We'll make out some way. Oh. Oh, my. Now, be careful, Father. Here, I'll get you another pillow. Oh, I don't know what I'm going to do. Ain't a bit of goody, Nell. 87 and laid up with a broken head. Father, you'll be just as good as new before you know it. The Harvey family's going to strike oil again, and then you'll be very rich. Well, I wonder who that can be. Mm, they ain't got much manners, whoever they are. Well, I'd better put these pants down and see. Yes? Are you Nell Harvey? Mrs. Nell Harvey. And may I ask what you mean by pushing your way into my heart? skip office? it. I'm Sheriff Williams. This is Deputy Lemon. Well, don't talk to my daughter like that. Try up you. Now, please, my father's not well. I wish you wouldn't do anything to upset him. Uh, He's leading the life of Riley here, and so are you. Where were you on the 20th of this month? Uh, I don't remember. You see, Sheriff, I get it, Lemon. Mrs. Harvey, where were you on the 22nd of this month? can't remember. Not at the moment. How about the 25th and the 26th? Well, I might remember if you gave me time. Now, you're going to have a lot of time to think things over. Bring in those men, Lemon. Yes, Sheriff. Uh, this way, Mr. Edwards. I'm right in, Mr. Roberts. Right in here. That's her. Oh, she's the woman. Ooh, what's the meaning of this, Alfred? Keep quiet, you. Mr. Roberts, is this the woman who carries the check in your store? She's the one. How about it, Mr. Edwards? Do you recognize her? I uh, certainly do. I'm I'm positive. I never forget a face, and I certainly don't forget a check I haven't passed any checks. I'm sure there must be a mistake. Oh, that's a dress she had on. Yes, lit Embroidery. Right. That's it, all right. Full of embroidered holes. Don't you talk to don't her. daughter. Get a lawyer and sue him. Uh, sue him for... Uh, oh, now, father, oh, please oh. don't get upset. Everything's going to be all right here. I'll get you right Oh, there. no, you stay right here. He's all right, Jeff. Mary's just dressing up the eggs. Do what you want to move a bit to talk to my father like this. Mrs. Harvey, you're under arrest. A forgery. Forgery? Arrest? Well, that's ridiculous. There must be some mistake. Come on. You're going with us to Hitler. No, no. Who's going to look after my father? You've got a husband, haven't you? Come on. My husband's out in the oil fields. He may not be home until tomorrow night. Please, please get someone to look after my father. No, no. You don't need Earl, can't you get me out of this jail? I'm doing all I can, Mill. Can't you get me out on bail or something? You know how much bail they want? No, is it much? <laughs> $40,000. Yeah, Why, that's monstrous. This whole thing's monstrous. They want you to plead guilty. But, Earl, I never did anything wrong. Never passed a check in my life. I know, I know it, Nell. This case is me baffled. If I'm working on your defense, I can prove that you weren't in that Robert's store when he claimed you were. Maybe that's Edward. I'm sorry, Mill. It isn't your husband. The sheriff. Hello, Mrs. Harvey and uh, Mr. Coon. I've got a little proposition for you. Yes, what is it? Uh, your client here can get out of this pretty easy. I am going to get out of it. No, no, no. I suppose you're still talking about pleading her guilty. Is that right, Sheriff? Sure. Just have her own up and make a deal for one sentence to cover all of the cases. Say just a year or two. Yes, go on. Well, you do it this way. You know, Mrs. Harvey's wanted for forgery not only in this county, but in five others. Of course, that means six separate trials. Well, you want us to, to save the people's money and Peter, you in each county, is that it? Sure, accept a two-year sentence, say, and uh, make a deal with the prosecutors in each county to get you the same sentence. All of them to run concurrently. Oh, this is terrible. Oh, no, not at all. Why, that way you're all fixed up. Otherwise, they'll be meeting you with a fresh warrant every time you get out of an old jail... Five times over. I won't do it. I'd rather die in tell than to plead guilty to something I didn't do. Mrs. Harvey never forged a check in her life. Those people have identified the wrong person, I tell you. Pretty good actress, eh? Well, do it your way and see how far you get. I've got your husband out there, yeah? All right, Mr. Harvey. See you once, huh? Edward. Edward. <laughs> Nell. No. Oh, please let me out of the jail. I haven't done anything. I want to go home to father. You know, your you know, father's all right now. Edward, is he all right? Something's happened to him. Tell me. No. Father, Tell me the truth. I can see it in your eyes. Father's dead, isn't he? Yes. I'm sorry, Mel. From the bottom of my heart. Oh, he's dead, my father. And I can't see him. Can't be near him. Get me out of here, please. Please, get me out of here. On, Answer that question, Mrs. Harvey. Is this your dress? Yes, it is. Now tell the jury how long you've owned this dress. I object, Your Honor. That question is irrelevant. I overrule. Go on, please. Answer that question. I, I've owned that dress about three months. Three months? When you owned that dress at the time you identified as the woman who passed those checks? I didn't pass those checks. I tell you, I owned that dress, sure, but what of it? Thousands of women owned dresses with irons and broderies, but I didn't Mrs. Pass Harvey... It. You were identified as the woman who cast those worthless checks by six reputable businessmen. Yeah? Six reputable businessmen identified you as the woman. Do you expect the jury to believe that you're innocent, that you have nothing to do? Mrs. Harvey, the jury of Coleman County, having found you guilty of forgery in the first degree, it is my duty to sentence you to five years in the county prison. Check in your store? Yes, sir. I'm positive. That'll do. Miss Evans, please. Miss Evans, take the stand. Miss Rollins, you have testimony about to give the truth, the whole truth, nothing but the truth? Yes, sir, I do. Miss Evans, you're a sales clerk in the Appleton store, aren't you? Yes, sir, that's right. And on May 25th of this month, you saw the defendant in your store, didn't you? Yes, sir, I did. Well, tell the jury, please, why you're so positive of your identification. Well, in the first place, i never forget a face. I object, Your Honor. That kind of testimony is immaterial. Please allow the witness to continue. Objection overruled. Go on, Miss Evans. Well, as I was saying, i never forget a face. Besides, I'm sure that's a woman because I remember how she was wearing a hair. boys, bob and sort of over the ears. Uh, thank you. That'll do, Miss Evans. Your witness. Uh, Miss Evans, did you ever make a mistake in your life? Oh, sure. Everybody makes mistakes, I guess. Don't you think it's possible that you're mistaken about the defendant's identification? Oh, no, sir. Not this time. I'm sure this is the winner. Sure. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, you must find the defendant not guilty in this action. I do not for a moment doubt the sincerity of the prosecution's witnesses, but you have my word and the defendant's word that if you find Mrs. Harvey guilty, you will have perpetrated the greatest miscarriage of justice this state has ever known. You must find Mrs. Harvey not guilty. Because Mrs. Harvey is not guilty. She's innocent. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, you have heard the testimony of the defendant in this action. Now, this woman claimed to have been at home the day five honest merchants and their employees identified her as the woman who presented the forged checks. Now you are all too intelligent to be taken in by this wily defendant's ridiculous alibi. You're all too intelligent. To believe that the witnesses, whose integrity is not challenged by anyone, could have honored in their honest, straightforward integrity. And so, the jury of Vernon County, having found you guilty of forgery, I hereby sentence you to the county jail for a term of not less than three years and not more than five. <laughs> You say you saw Mrs. Harvey in her home on the 20th of this month. Yes, sir. How do you know it was the 20th? I remember it was the day before I left Dallas. Left for where? I went to Chicago on the 21st. I remember meeting Mrs. Harvey at her home the day before the 20th. I don't know. Mr. Brown, will you take the stand? Yes. You saw, Mr. Webb, the testimony you were about to give us the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth? I do. Mr. Brown, what is your occupation? I'm president of the Third National Bank. Do you know Mrs. Harvey? Oh, yes, very well. Now, in your opinion, what kind of woman is she? Well, I've known her pretty well 12 years now. Known her and her husband. I'd say she was a very fine woman. Very honest, trustworthy, and she has an excellent character. Thank you. You're with Mr. Brown, have you ever done any business with the defendants? Very little. Most of the business was transacted by Mr. Harvey, the husband. Oh, the husband. Well, now, Mr. Brown, Mr. Harvey was a very wealthy man at one time. Don't so answer that question. You are object. Mr. Harvey's not on trial here. His will is not at all relevant. The uh, same. All right, I'll withdraw that question. Mr. Brown? The defendant, Mrs. Harvey, was wealthy at one time, was she not? Hell, I I don't know how wealthy she was there. There was a time when she was, well, more affluent than she is now, I guess. And her present reduced circumstances made a very fine motive for her sudden excursion into crime. Oh, get your honor, The same. That is all. I'd like to recall Mr. Howard, please. Mr. Howard... You testified before that you saw Mrs. Harvey on the 20th of this month, is that right? That's right. What's more, I'm positive of that. Now, what makes you so positive? I had a business appointment with Mr. Harvey that day. I visited his home and spoke to Mrs. Harvey. You're sure of that date? Uh, Absolutely. You're a witness. Uh, Mr. Howard, what did you do on the 26th of this month? The 26th? Well, I can't tell you offhand. I see. You can't tell me what you did on the 26th, but you're positive of the fact that you saw Mrs. Harvey at her home during the afternoon of the 20th. That's right. I had an important appointment with Mr. Harvey that day. Had to discuss an oil deal. That's why I remember the day so distinctly. I don't know. Mrs. Harvey, will you take the stand again, please? Now, Mrs. Harvey, you heard the testimony of the witnesses who saw you in your home on the 20th. Yes, sir. Now, have you anything to add? Anything at all? No, sir, nothing. I was home that day all day, I swear. It. I never left Dallas. I never visited Wichita, Tom, never. Your witness. Mrs. Harvey. You've also heard a number of witnesses testify that you cashed certain checks in Wichita. That's a lie. I never cashed those checks. I never cashed any checks. I walked home. Believe me. Please believe me. What are you doing? Why are you doing this to me? Where was my child? Please believe me. Mrs. Harvey, the jury of Wichita County, having found you guilty of forgery in the first degree, it is my duty to sentence you to a to see you. Oh, send him in. Hello, Ed. Sit down, please. Thanks. Well, what are we going to do about now? I can't you go on, on. That's why I sent for you, Ed. I... I want to discuss some plans I have. Well, if there was anything you could do, anything, to get her out of prison, to prove her innocence... I understand, I... Ed. You're her husband, and I may only be a lawyer. You'll never know how I feel about this... this thing. and haven't thought of her spending all those years in jail... Makes me shudder. I'll tell i tell you, Nell is innocent. I know that. But proving her innocence is something else. I believe in her and you believe in her. The witnesses believe in her. But the jury, three of them in three different counties, believe the merchants. The witnesses who identified her as a check passer. Well, then, what are you going to do? Appeal? No. I don't think we have any grounds for a successful appeal. Ed, I've been thinking about this. Been staying up all night. And I have a hunch. Hunch? What do you mean? Simply this. If Nell is innocent... There must be some other woman who looks like her, her double. I say that because I believe the state's witnesses were honest in their identification. Well, how are you going to find this, this double? By communicating with every law enforcement agency I know. you approve? Go ahead, uh, Do anything you want. Anything. As long as you get Nell out of prison. Mr. So O'Brien, send Carver in right away. You sent for me? Yes, Carver. Now listen to what I have to say. Get every word down and take care of it immediately. Yes, sir. Now take the following wire. Do you know of any woman who answers following description? Stop. Age forty-seven, height five feet three, weight one seventy-six, hair brown, cut short. Stop. Wanted for forgery and passing bogus checks. Stop. Please notify Earl Crum, South Texas, immediately. I got that. Yes. Sir. I'll send that wire to J. Edgar Hoover, Federal Bureau of Investigation, Washington, D.C. The police departments of every city in Texas. The lineup departments of True Detective Mysteries Magazine in New York. Colonel Smith of Texas Rangers. Sheriff Wallace. How many, uh, Twenty-seven so far. and Not one single clue. Telegrams from Washington, D.C., Green County. dozens of cities in Texas, but uh, nothing we're looking for. It's like my hunch. Here's another telegram, sir. Ed, Ed, I think we've got something here. Look, read this. What is it? What does it say? Believe, woman, you're looking for is same as one appearing in February issue True Detective Mysteries magazine. Name: Billy Bell. Wanted for forgery. Suggest you check with photograph appearing in current issue. Advisors can be of further service. John Shuttleworth, editor, True Detective Mysteries magazine. Oh, Earl, Earl, where are you? Where did Earl go, Cobra? He was here a moment ago. He said he'd be back in a moment, Mr. Harvey. Dashed up well I of his coat. Have you some good news, sir? Here he good Look at her. Look at her. If she is my dead ringer for now, I'm crazy. Let me look. Good heavens, all that is now. What did I tell you? Did I have a hunt or did I have a hunt? Come on, there's no time to lose. Carver, Mr. Bryan, everybody. Get Sheriff Allen on the phone. Tom, we're coming right over. Tom, we have something done for But this is the yes. woman, isn't it, Mr. Roberts? Yes, yes, it is. All right, uh, Mr. Waters. Uh, yes, uh, yes. And sir. you identify this woman? Is she the one who. Positively. Yes, I'm sure. She will. Well, yes, Miss Evans, so what do you say? Well, I, I don't know what to say. The, the hair, the same voice, bob, the same bob, everything. They must be twins. Is this the woman who cashed the check in your store? Yes, yes, she's the one, but I can't believe my own eyes. Well, do you want any more? Oh, no, no I, I'm convinced. Any district attorney would be convinced. I can't understand how such a thing could have happened. Uh, Mrs. Bell, you say you passed those worthless checks? Yes. I'm in prison anyhow, so I might as well confess. I forged those checks, every one of them. But I didn't know another woman was convicted for committing my crime. Mm-hmm. Well, when are you going to do something for my wife? Right now. Come with me. we are the next cell block. Right this way. She won't believe us. I know she won't. No, she will doing believe us. Mrs. Mrs. Harvey. Yes. Oh, you you're here again. We've got some good news for you this time, Mrs. Harvey. Edward, why do you let him torment me this way? Haven't I been through enough? Haven't I just. You're telling the truth, dear. You're going to be free. Do you understand? Freed. Don't fool me like that, Edward. Please tell me why you've come. I know. You're going to take me to another court. There's going to be another trial. That's. No, it. no, no, none of that, Nell. They're telling you the truth. You're going to get out of here. They have found the woman who, who's guilty. Sure, they found the woman who's guilty. I'm the woman. Three guilty said so. Dozens of witnesses said so. I'm the woman. I'm guilty. Five years in one jail from one judge. Three years in a jail from another. All my life in jail here. Please, please go away. Please, Dearest, please don't listen me. to me. Now, dear, Now, look at me, like that. Now listen. We've found the woman who committed those crimes. You understand what I'm saying? The woman, the guilty woman who looks like you, is in prison here. We found her. You're innocent. You're going to leave this prison. Did you hear me? I, I'm innocent. I'm innocent. You, all you people are here to tell me that I'm innocent. You didn't believe me before. I'm going to be freed. I'm going to be freed. I'm going to be let out of prison. Mrs. Harvey, the state of Texas owes you more than an apology. A grievous error has been committed. In all my experience as judge in this cause, I have never... You, an innocent woman, have been jailed. For months, Mrs. Harvey, you stayed in prison until your lawyer helped apprehend the real criminal. Mrs. Harvey, I am sure that the state's witnesses who identified you did so. Mrs. Harvey, Justice's blindfold has been removed. You are a free woman, and rightly so. My only hope is that you will bear no malice. All the witnesses will burn on. It's good to be home again, isn't it, Nell? Yes, but it isn't the same without father. He'd be happy if he knew his daughter was all right. If he knew his daughter had a lucky lawyer. Yes, a lucky lawyer and true detective mysteries magazine. just heard a thrilling story taken from the pages of True Detective Mysteries magazine, a McFadden Publication.